Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers of dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM. And hello, I'm your co-host, Robbie. Uh, how are you today, JM? I'm I'm doing all right, Robbie. Oh, good. Doing all right. Are you yeah. feeling better? Are you feeling better? I am feeling better. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've stopped eating entirely, and my gastrointestinal issues have gone away. Um, oh, it's a simple fix, isn't it? It's a Easy. simple fix. Yeah. All it took was just a small uh, implant at the at the at the base of my skull, top of my spine. Uh, to stop my body from feeling or experiencing hunger, and I've never felt more alive. Would you like that for real? Would you? Would you, <laughs> would you like to? <laughs> would you like to just kind of take away the feeling of hunger from your life? No, no. In, in I don't fact, think I would. Yeah, I quite like feeling hungry. Yeah, I mean, I I miss feeling. A lot of things. Uh, I'm so comfortable. I'm almost never, uh, like, cold for very long uh, or too hot for very long or, uh, you know, or, or, you know, I've I've got shelter. I just want to be uncomfortable. I want to be rolled around in a pile of thorns and in the freezing cold. Uh, You should have said said before, Jem, because I can make you extremely uncomfortable on a weekly basis. (laughs) If that's what you if that's what you need. Not emotionally uncomfortable. I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, Well, uh, what have you been up to? What's been going on for this last week besides being comfortable? I, I had a very, uh, I had, I got an important call last night. Um, from one of our coworkers, Matt, who ha- needed help recovering his body in Valheim. Oh. <laughs> um, and I leapt up from where I had been uh, finishing the third book of the Song of Ice and Fire series and uh, ran to my computer to log in and rescue him uh, from the vicious death skeetos uh, that, had, that had been plaguing him. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm a hero. Well, that's good. Way. That's an improvement yeah. on last week. Yeah. What was I last week? Uh, well, you weren't a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Not a hero. Available now on Steam and PlayStation. There we go. And Switch. Yeah. How are you, Robbie? I'm pretty good. Um, yeah. It's uh, the weather has uh, the weather has turned very mild here in the uk so it's 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 quite nice actually it's it's quite warm like i went out for i went out for a jog today and i just wore shorts and t-shirt and i was more than comfortable that's great yeah and i even managed to put uh my laundry out on the washing line in the garden today to dry it instead of having to dry it in the flat so is that things you like to dry your do you like to lie and dry your clothes? Yeah. Do you not like to lie and dry your clothes? I, you know, I am, I am a, a creature of American suburbanism, so it's just the default for me that you put it in the machine, and the machine does the work. Yeah, well, that's fair enough, but, um, you know, I like to live life on the edge, <laughs> so I've, uh, I've been drying my clothes outside like some sort of primitive man, and uh, yeah, it's good. Um, I have also 
seeing as we're here to talk about video games, I might as well talk about the video games that I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of old uh, Hideo Kojima games. I'm going through a bit of a Hideo, Hideo Kojima Hideo. phase. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I um, I played, I just finished Police Noughts, which mm-hmm. I'd never played before. But it was mm-hmm. good. Have you ever played it? I haven't. Are you responsible for Devolver's tweet about Police Noughts at, at uh, Kojima the other day? I mean, I wasn't, I didn't type the words and press send. Right. Um, but I may have had been having a conversation with the person that did <laughs> <laughs> immediately before they tweeted it. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, Police Notes is good. And Snatcher. Snatcher is very good as well. They're quite similar, actually. They're sort of like, kind of like visual novels. Yeah. Sort of a, a bit, almost a bit Ace Attorney, like that kind of style. Yeah. Um, yeah, very good. But you know, uh you know, kind of uh-huh. speaking about <laughs> detective There's a way you say you know when I know you it's know, about you know to be how, a really like, shitty segue. You know who else made a, a visual novel that was also like kind of an Ace Attorney detective game? Who do you know who that is? A visual novel. Who else made a well, visual novel? Well, they made more than one, actually. They, the they? most recent one was called Murder by Numbers. And the one that yeah. we published at Devolver uh-huh. was was called Hatto for Boyfriend. And everyone knows that one. Everybody knows Hatto for Boyfriend. It's the yeah. story of being a young high school student uh, going to an all-pigeon school yeah. where you have the opportunity to, you know, date who you like and exactly. try not to get murdered by your creepy science professor. Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, every everybody knows Mediatonic, and everybody knows Fall Guys. Sure, sure. And yeah. by 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 proxy, or uh-huh. perhaps even because of this person, ipso facto, everybody knows Mister Oliver, age twenty four, which is what his Twitter handle is, <laughs> not his real name. I don't think it is. Hello, Oliver. No, he has a real last name. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, Oliver. <laughs> Just been waiting for my segue in there. It's there very you smooth. Go. It's always yeah, right? seamless. It's seamless. It's like a brick wall. Hi, Oliver. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Nice, nice. Congrats Ooh. on Cuphead. Oh yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. Oh, that's the latest. That's the latest thing, isn't it? That's just well, actually, there's Cuphead, and then the the series season four. Yeah, we've revealed the theme, which is cool. Which of those? Oh, sorry. I just want to get straight to the hard questions of all of the 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 costumes that have come out in Fall Guys right now. What's your favorite? Like the the. The big costume. Oh, straight in there. Mine is the the Mouse King one, but I call it Rat King, obviously, because I've got rats. <laughs> nice. Oh, you've got rats. Yeah, yeah. Four. You've got, got four Freddy, rats. Mercury, Wayne, and Garth. <laughs> what was oh, the first one? Uh, Freddy and Mercury. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
That's so you're great. a so you're a rat queen rather than a rat king. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm trying, Oliver. I'm trying. <laughs> how how old are your rats? Uh, they're quite old now. They only live on average like two years, but oh. they're all past that now. So I think they're hmm. the oldest two are almost three, which is like eighty years or something in in rat Whoa. years. Well, in human years, yeah. Man, I was going to ask how long they live. Man, that's so that's so short. Mm. I've not had pets before, so these are my first pets. Yeah. Wow. Are they? Are, are they? How many male? How many female? They're all male. All yeah. male. So, I I've had rodents, and I've you know rats' balls are absolutely enormous <laughs> they are relative huge. to their body size. <laughs> yeah. And I've I've wanted a rat, but I've I've never thought that I could have a male rat. Just I guess I mean this is a long time ago. Maybe I've grown as a person since then. Um, but it, just the idea that anytime they're crawling along me, I know they're just dragging those two massive grape-sized <laughs> testicles along. I mean, wherever it's always they go. funny. It never <laughs> stops being funny. That's that's probably yeah. <laughs> So well, great! What... Thanks for being on the show. Uh, sorry. <laughs> this is uh, the Rat Balls Weekly new <laughs> podcast coming to you. Uh, um, what? What? Temp- what sort of? Uh, why rats? Well, we're not allowed dogs or cats in in this flat, so uh... sort of rats was the next choice, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good. They're, they're supposed to be like quite intelligent, aren't they? Well, the ones on the internet are, but I don't know if I was necessarily <laughs> that intelligent. <laughs> I'm sure they're clever in their own special ways. Yeah, they they just don't do tricks. That's the only oh. thing. I mean, if you're really smart, like you just if you can get if you can get the treats without doing the tricks, then then why do the tricks, right? That's that's it, really. I think, yeah. So, for those who somehow don't know who you are, Oliver, would you mind sharing with our audience who you are, what you do, and 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 that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess Smooth. for the last year-ish, I've been at Mediatonic working on Fall Guys. Originally, I was a community manager, and there was just me doing all the community stuff. Uh, but eventually, obviously, when the game came out and, and it did really well, uh, there's now a team of us. There's two other community managers, which is, is really awesome. Yeah. What is your title now? So it's not community manager anymore. It's like Lord Community Manager or That's Community Manager? Community Overlord, I think, is, is the official. Nice. Nice. What kind of that... duties do, does that involve? What kind of things do you get to uh, force the other community managers to do? So... I'm quite like hands-on with it still so like I still run the Twitter and then we've kind of divided it by platform so we've got B who runs the TikTok and then Abby does the Instagram and then between us we do the Discord and and Reddit uh, together rather than kind of like all doing each platform Mm. we quite like having one person so it still has like that like personal one-to-one kind of voice yeah I think that's what people have really gravitated towards with four guys is the kind of uh the personality that comes across and i mean oliver you i mean fall guys twitter handle was as as the french say off the hook 
uh, when Fall Guys came out. Like, just absolutely just smashing that like button, uh, you know? It was wonderful. Talk about, like, that. I mean, you were you were a, a Twitter celebrity for a time. Are you still? No. Thank I'm washed God. up now. Lucky for you. <laughs> I had my 15 minutes. It was great. <laughs> what was that like? What was that experience for you? It was really good. Like it felt like we could tweet anything at that time and it would do quite well. It was quite hard not to do a good tweet, which is good and fun. Maybe Did for you, you. <laughs> cuz you're good at it. Sorry, Robbie. I was just going to say was it difficult not to go mad with power? When you realized yeah, that, did. like, so many people were just hanging on your every word, you were just like, oh, I could just fuck with these people so easily. <laughs> I, I did test it a few times for, like, comedy. <laughs> like, we'd tweet, like, one single letter or something and just yeah. see how that would do and that would do well. Or just try, like, just one emoji. And they'd be like, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Wow. You brought a, a really, like, it, what seemed like an effortless charm to it. Like, you, you came out, and, you, I mean, you did. You, it seemed like you could say anything, but you, there was, I don't know. I mean, it was you coming across in that way. Uh, I mean, how much thought, and I guess I'm curious, like, is it is it as effortless as it seemed from the outside? Is it as casual and informal as it seemed from the outside, where you're like, you know what, this, and you shoot it? Uh, or or is there more structure to, to that sort of thing for you? There was, like, strategy behind it. Like, when, when we first started, I said, like, I really want to do it in, like, first person and talk really personally uh, and then just try to be as kind of, like, down-to-earth as possible and just use Twitter like a normal person. So, I mean, at the time, it was mostly, like, fast food companies doing it and they were only kind of half doing it because you still didn't know who was behind the Twitter. But they yeah. were, like, tweeting first person and making, like, jokes that, like, normal people would make. So I kind of wanted to take that, but go a bit further with it and just, yeah. And and luckily it worked, but it could have easily not worked as well. And then Did we'd you... have tried something else. Yeah. Did you, have you found it more difficult or uh, or easier or around the same, like, as as the as the account got bigger and bigger, I mean, I suppose it, it grew so fast, maybe you know there wasn't kind of time to really think about how how you were changing your interactions but would you say that your approach to uh to twitter in particular now is do you still feel that you approach it in the same way that you did you know before the game came out or have you have you had to make some changes to the way that you approach it now that it's kind of so established and also so big yeah, it's definitely changed. Like, I think, like, originally, like, the focus was all around, like, trying to get the followers to go up as much as possible. So we're doing loads of, like, retweet competitions. And we were using, like, beta keys and beta access as sort of, like, an incentive to follow the account. So we made it seem like it was, like, really exclusive to get into the beta. But really, we were giving almost everyone who asked for a beta key a beta key. But yeah. at the time, it felt like this, like, exclusive club that you want to try and get involved with. And I think that really helped originally but now it's mostly about kind of like retention and kind of keeping our current community really happy so um, if people unsubscribe you revoke their game key yeah that's <laughs> it really yeah. yeah you go around their house and kick their windows in <laughs> that's what i would do but i'm not a community manager so that's probably why <laughs> that's probably why you're not yeah. <laughs> um 
So Oliver, would you mind sharing with us kind of your path, your journey that's led you to to be the phenom of the Twitter sphere? <laughs> I guess like originally I was in in bands and I really wanted to do like music, so I did mm. like music technology at uni and I wanted to yeah, just be in bands and do that. And then to promote your music online, you kind of have to do videos. So I sort of taught myself video editing and then started on YouTube as a result of that and I had a few years of doing uh, like music YouTube and I made a few friends doing that and then one day I kind of got bored and didn't think it was going anywhere so I made a one-off video where I sort of it's a ridiculous story I've got an artist <laughs> friend <laughs> I've got this friend who's an artist and I did a really bad drawing of Spider-Man and posted it on Facebook and then to sort of make fun of my drawing, he did a good rendition of what mine sort of looked like. So it was like this like uh, malformed Spider-Man shooting out yogurt, uh, right. which was, yeah, mocking my drawing. And I was really offended by that. So I made a video of how to draw Spider-Man and I pretended that my drawing was really good. And then I looked at his at the end and just said that his was atrocious and he'd messed it all up. And then that video, for whatever reason, went viral. And then <laughs> I just kept doing more drawing tutorials in the same style. And yeah, it just caught on. And it did way better than any of the music stuff that I'd done previously. And then I started doing collabs with the like the YouTube contacts I'd made. So I'd like to do a drawing tutorial of how to draw another YouTuber and it'd go on their YouTube channel and sort of cross-promote that way. <clears throat> Yeah, and then I saw a job advertised at Bossa Studios to kind of do videos and community for them. And that was right after, like, Surgeon Simulator had just come out, which had gone really viral and was doing really well. And it was, like, like quite a, like a youtube game as well. So yeah. it's sort of, yeah. And I didn't really want to be a full-time YouTuber. There's quite a lot of pressure there, and it's, it's quite hard. <laughs> I kind of wanted <laughs> the security of, like, a full-time job and working with other people. Yeah. Wow, so you so you went from being a viral YouTube sensation to then working as a community manager for the company that had created a viral YouTube sensation game to then moving to another studio and basically combining those two things <laughs> to <laughs> to help uh, bring Fall Guys to the masses. Yeah, so at Bossa, like, it was quite like physics uh, comedy games as well, which is quite yeah. similar to Fall Guys. But obviously mm. Fall Guys is like uh, 60 players, which is ridiculous for like a physics <laughs> game. That just, yeah, seemed really exciting. What took you from, what took you over to Mediatonic? How'd you, how'd you make that move? Yeah, so I'd seen the first trailer for Fall Guys and I thought it looked crazy. And how had nobody done it before? Uh, if, <laughs> if they pulled it off, I thought that was just going to be a huge game, really exciting. I've been a huge fan of Devolver forever as well, so it just, yeah, everything kind of seemed like it was lining up. It just seemed like a really cool game to work on. So I applied for that and then got the job, which is awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, uh, you and I, Oliver, we actually worked together in your previous life as well before before i was at devolver and before you were at mediatonic we worked together while you were at uh bossa 
but um, I we, we didn't cross paths too often, from what I remember. Um, but how would you? What would you say that kind of you? Do you think you learned some of the skills that you brought to Fall Guys whilst you were, uh, you know, having the opportunity to work on things like Surgeon Simulator? Yeah, definitely. I feel like yeah, a lot of projects taught me a lot of things. Uh... What was the other one they did? I am bread. What was the other one? <laughs> that was a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> What's weird about being a piece of bread? It's nothing weird about uh, that. No, there's nothing <laughs> weird about being a piece of bread, but you know, a game about being a piece of bread. Oh, that's you know, that's just too far. Made by people that aren't bread. I think both games sort of taught me the importance of like influencer marketing and working with like YouTubers and streamers because. Mm. That that's mostly what I would attribute the success of like Surgeon Simulator and Iron Bread to is is kind of like content creators creating videos and then yeah it's just so powerful for marketing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what do you think have been uh, sort of some of your most successful uh, ideas for Fall Guys on social media? Because I think uh, you're right, um, you know, games like Surgeon Simulator, I Am Bread, I mean, even things like Fortnite, you know, really exploded because of uh, the adoption by streamers and YouTubers and things like this. Whereas I get the impression that while Fall, while Fall Guys has uh, enjoyed a lot of that uh, relationship with streamers and, and YouTubers as well, this feels like it's way a far bigger of a community kind of i don't know if it's like driven by community but certainly the community is like very vocal very kind of involved in everything that's going on like we see all the memes and stuff that are created and all the kind of the in jokes and things like this on some of the things that you share with us so i guess i'm just curious about uh the kind of things that perhaps have surprised you about Fall Guys' success on Twitter or, yeah, just what you feel has worked really well during the, you know, the last however long it's been, six months since the game came out? Yeah, I mean, like the whole team, I'm incredibly surprised at just how, like, successful it has been and it's done so much better than... Like, I think my original goal with with the Twitter was to get to... 100,000 followers by the end of 2020. We obviously had like 1.5 million, which is (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think like one of the things that's worked really well is is kind of like having these kind of like live stories that sort of play out kind of organically. Like the thing that happened with Tim the Tatman where I just made one sort of joke at him not managing to get a crown. And then it kind of spiraled because he replied and then we replied and it sort of turned into this much bigger thing. But like none of it was planned. It was just sort of like looking for those opportunities and being really involved with the community and sort of spotting things that could be interesting and then kind of, yeah, just seeing how far they could go. Yeah. What do you find exciting and rewarding about these interactions? Uh, just sort of seeing like how far you can go with it. And I, I just find it really entertaining. It's yeah. It's just really funny sort of seeing these things pan out. Like people really like seeing brand accounts interacting with each other. And if it's like organic and it doesn't feel like really forced, I think it's, it's, 
yeah it's quite exciting it's fun to see uh i had a question and i've already forgotten it so oliver what was what was robbie's <laughs> question i'm not sure <laughs> I, I have I, I was actually just wrestling in, in my head with the image of different like uh people like running corporate Twitter accounts, like interacting with each other. And I'm like, oh it's just people like, you know, chatting with each other in the similar, you know, job position. And I imagine, you know, Oliver as I know him, relaxed and, and chill, and then some other companies, you know, relaxed and chill, and then whoever's in like, you know, locked up at, at Walmart, you know, doing their doing their tweets, uh, or wherever. Those big the big spooky ones. Yeah, that was it. Was really fun to see, like when when Four Guys first started doing really well. Like all these brands were doing their own versions of Four Guys, yeah. And it was it was just yeah, it was cool that all these like community managers were able to sort of like get involved. And it was like a really easy thing to do is you just make your own Four Guy, and then yeah. we will retweet you. So it's like yeah, it's it win win for everyone. It's quite fun. It's fun for everybody. Yeah. You said you're a fan of Devolver Digital Games. I am. Yeah. What's your least favorite? least favorite let me pull up the website and have a look (laughs) (laughs) let's see least favorite is it four guys you can say you can say if it's four guys (laughs) this is a safe place Uh, i quite like four guys i'm right in it (laughs) i don't know i've got favorites what's your favorite easier i really like disc room that was awesome Mm. Uh, I played. I like. I binged played through that one. That was really <laughs> good. Uh, and Loop Hero. I've been playing loads as well. I'm on like 20 hours. Oh. I don't think I'm supposed to have it. I just oh, yeah, it was in my Steam library, and I was like, I'm going <laughs> to try that. That's one of the benefits of working with Devolver, kid. You get access to all the games. <laughs> sure I'm here. It's great. <laughs> oh man. Have you beaten the Lich? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I'm oh. just like the second boss, I think. Have you Whoa. beaten the second boss yet? I don't think so. Fair no. enough. Fair enough. That's pretty good going for twenty hours. Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, nice. To to yes. at least get to the second boss in twenty hours, I think is pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm. It's so good. How many? What times do you like have, about it? Oh. oh yeah. Sorry, Robbie. Go. How many times have you faced uh, the second boss? Just mm, not many. I feel like two or three. Mm. Yeah. It yeah. Takes a, bit. a lot harder. Yeah. Way harder. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Wait until you get closer to the end. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> How far have you gotten, Robbie? Uh, I have. I've played through the whole thing, but uh, I've only played through the whole thing um, in debug. Oh, in cheating. just just playing, <laughs> just playing like just playing like like a normal like a normal person. Um, I've got to the third boss. Nice. Um, but then that's when I was like, oh, there's a debug menu. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see everything. Um, so yeah, I got to the third boss. What do you, what do games you... do you like to play like that you're not working on? Uh, so the games I've spent the most time playing on are like, uh, Slay the Spire, uh, Monster Train, uh, Binding of Isaac, Hades, Spent a lot of time playing that mm. recently. So good. Yeah, I really like roguelikes, stuff like that. Mm. Did you play Enter the Gungeon? Yeah, I did play that quite a bit. It's a lot harder than the others. Yeah. <laughs> I have not beaten it, yeah. <laughs> no. 
that's another one of those games that looks like it's gonna be super fun and like you can probably rattle through it in a few hours and then yeah 20 hours later you're kind of like oh okay (laughs) i've only just scratched the surface (laughs) yeah i'm thankful for the diving mechanic but if that wasn't there there'd just be no chance at all the dodge roll oh yeah yeah the world famous (laughs) dodge roll so uh you weren't at mediatonic when hato for boyfriend came out no but uh, that inspired me and my girlfriend to make a cat dating game uh, while we're at Bossa. Uh, just in our free time. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, we'll let, let's Go talk about on. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously it's called Perfect Date. Uh, oh, of course. And how did that... So, okay, perfect date. How did this come about? Uh, I, I can't even remember like how we decided it was a good idea. Uh, just me and my girlfriend really like those cat islands in Japan. They're just like islands covered in cats. And we sort of wanted to make a game out of that. Uh, she's a writer, so she did all the writing. I did the coding. And then, yeah, Bossa published it, so they let us use one of their artists to do all the art. <laughs> Bossa awesome. actually published it. So wait, yeah. you're also a published game developer. Yeah, like, suppose straight so. up. <laughs> well, literally, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Damn, I'm just, I'm just googling it now. Visual novel dating simulator. That's the one. Wow. Are you a cat that dates other cats, or are you a person that dates cats, or is it, or is it kind of ambiguous, like in Head of a Boyfriend? No, you're a person that dates cats, but there might be more to it, maybe. Uh, <laughs> there's oh the God, hook like, god you've got like review quotes on here as well from Eurogamer and Kotaku <laughs> yes it's a real game it's a real game <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm, I never doubted you I'm just you just skip that part in your biography too yeah, You're like yeah, ah, we I worked did... at Bossa you know did some YouTube stuff for a Surgeon Simulator that lent itself to YouTube and then I worked at Mediatonic because I saw Fall Guys no I published <laughs> I developed and published perfect date in between there i'm seeing that there's a there's a perfect date soundtrack as well oliver and you said you started off in bands i did, did you, make the soundtrack you as did well, the music yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that, that's like one thing i originally wanted to do as well as like make music for games so yeah. it's kind of weird it's gone sort of full circle yeah oh wow oh well i'll definitely which uh which track from the soundtrack should i insert into the podcast i've got a really bad memory so i can't remember i think one of them my friend did like some metal screaming on it oh (laughs) so (laughs) maybe maybe try that one okay i'll do my best and we'll put it in here
Uh, wow, what a great song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, so you said you you wanted to do music for games. You've done music for your own game. You've developed your own game. So, so this does, you know, right now you're in Fall Guys. You're community managing, community overlording for Mediatonic Fall Guys. Um and but what other you know other other things that you still want to do i mean do you still want to make soundtracks for games what are the things are you interested in in the future i'm not sure i I never really have like a long-term plan or like a future plan i just sort of go with whatever seems most interesting at the time uh and that's still fall guys which is really cool so there's just so much more we can do with it so many more like consoles and like yeah, seasons and costumes levels yeah yeah and it's a joy too it's a joyful game it's a joyful experience yeah it's a fun time yeah i can't play it because i get too angry but <laughs> uh... yeah i don't win very often but i try i've never it's... won a crown oh no yeah, there's quite a few people on the team though that haven't yeah. really even at media tonic yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes me feel better. I think, like, if you check on Steam uh, achievements, it's like seventy-five percent of players have never won one. Maybe really, I think so. Wow, something like that. That's wild. Check now. That doesn't sound right. I think it's right. (laughs) That seems brutal. (laughs) All I know is I never won one, but I think that's more to do with my ability than it is anything Mm. else. I've come close a couple of times. I've come close on a hexagon and I've came close on a full mountain. The full mountain one was the closest one. Nice. I think that's the one I've won on. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, man. I can't do it. Really good players. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. There's like pros at it now. There you go. So 23.5% of people have won an episode. (laughs) (laughs) holy crap holy moly i i won one time it was hexagon and i won and i absolutely lost my cool and just ran around the house dancing and screaming i that's a skill-based one as well thank you i (laughs) i remember when apex legends came out and um i got super into apex legends when it came out and i'm not very good at shooting games especially in multiplayer um but i i liked that one because it was like all squads you know teams of three and uh all my friends were playing it as well so i i got into it in a big way and i love titanfall too so uh yeah i was all about it but i must have been playing it for oh, way too long maybe like two months uh where i was the only one out of my whole group of friends that were playing the game that had never won uh, I'd never even been carried to a win. Like I just, I just <laughs> never won. Uh, and the day when I finally was part of a winning game, I got the last two kills. My both my teammates were downed when I got those two kills. So I like, I could not have like it was a pure clutch play. Like I could not have won it. It was in the final circle, um, and and yeah, and I got the win. And one of my friends uh, captured the gameplay, including our VO. Aww. 
and wow. you can hear me. <laughs> it sounds like my soul is escaping my body. <laughs> because it was like so long. I'd been waiting for this win and then I finally got it. And uh, yeah, I just like, I should have just like ended my career on that day because it was nothing got better than that. Nothing. Yeah, so, I think that's like one of the advantages of like the game being so hard to actually get a win on. Is like when you do it, it's it's such a cool moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's brilliant, and you get such a great because it's like such a fun game for guys as well. Like when you see, I mean, like when watching Tim the Tapman when he when he won his crown, like his reaction was amazing. But then I think it helps that like. The, you get the little victory screen with your full guy like jumping around and there's like streamers and stuff like this it's like it's a genuine celebration when you win yeah. so it's like <laughs> you do feel like oh yes <laughs> i'm being rewarded i'm being truly rewarded in this moment i mean technically i suppose i could get any of these costumes for free if i just asked but that's true that's true. Mm. It's a bit humiliating, isn't it? It's slightly <laughs> having to ask for the costume. It's slightly humiliating. Yes, thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> but I mean, we may as well name and shame Nigel now for having uh, Luke <laughs> gift him fifty crowns <laughs> so that he could buy costumes. I'm actually thinking I need to go ahead and get my my gift crowns. <laughs> so uh, I think yeah. Nigel's Nigel's pleaded his case by saying that. Uh, his kids love Sonic the Hedgehog so much that he he there was no way that he could uh, allow Sonic to be in the game for that short period and, and not, not get it. and not get it for his kids because like he just they would never accept him again. <laughs> he would just be Listen, kicked out kids. of his house. Daddy's got a contact. I'll do what I can. <laughs> Dearie me. So, what are you most excited about for the future of Fall Guys? I mean, honestly, I think the theme for season four is probably, I don't know if it'll get much better than that for me, because I just love, <laughs> like, retro wave, all that, like, neon 80s stuff. I think it's awesome. So, yeah, this might be the peak for me. Oh, wow. You're going to be wearing your shutter <laughs> shades. <laughs> <laughs> and you get your glow sticks out. Yeah. <laughs> how, who, how much input do you have on things in the game? Like... Uh, you know, maybe like costume themes or level themes and stuff like that. Do you kind of, do you, I suppose all the community guys, do you, uh, is is community kind of like a big point of feedback and uh, kind of planning into what, uh, you know, the you guys are, have have lined up for upcoming seasons or DLCs and things like that? Yeah, I think probably not so much so far, but only because like we've been rushing so much to kind of get everything uh, done in time. Because obviously yeah. the game did so much better than we expected, and like it's taken time to kind of scale up. And people burned through the levels way faster than we expected them to, <laughs> uh, and the costumes. So we just yeah, we've just been trying to make more and more. But um, yeah, we're trying to do more of that stuff where things happen in the community, and then we'll make a costume based on that. That's something we're trying to do like for the next season and a bit more and then yeah i guess sometimes like if we tweet something and it does really well on twitter we'll make more of a big deal of it in the game 
like right. uh, Big Eaters, uh, where yes. we tweeted that. It was like it was literally a normal sized hammer that just looked the same as all the other hammers, that span at the same speed as all the other hammers. But because we made such a big deal of it on Twitter and everyone was really excited, the artists had to go back and like <laughs> give it a custom <laughs> costume. Yeah, and just make it look a bit more exciting and put it in more levels. Because I yeah. think it was only in like one level at the time. Yeah. And they were like, oh no, people are going to be disappointed if we don't do more with this. So. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's really great. And so uh, obviously recently uh, we had the um, the Red Panda costume that went into the game as part of the Valentine's Day celebration. Uh, and then I think you'd mentioned it on a call because uh, I don't think we'd even talked about it. I think we, we kind of had these plans for how we were going to announce this Valentine's Day and you were going to get this free costume. And then you were like, oh, you know, there's like a guy who's been tweeting for uh, about a red panda costume every day since the game launched. And we were like, um... <laughs> and then yeah, I guess the... the- the scary thing is now that we've done that one time, like everyone's going to think, oh, if I tweet at Fall Guys Lunch <laughs> asking for like anything at all, like they'll do it. But maybe we will. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's the scary, challenge right? has been laid down, listeners. Yeah. So if Someone's... you uh, tweet at Fall Guys game with uh, <laughs> with your your needs and requirements for future costumes, they they have to put them in. It was yes. over 160 days before that first one, though. So yeah. Someone did it with, like, Xbox as well. And I don't want to say that's why we've done a port to Xbox, but... Those are dumb. That's be? somebody who just doesn't understand how contracts work and how time works. <laughs> and they're like, bring it on to Xbox repeatedly. And it's like, come on, kid. Like, have your parents explain this to you. And if you're an adult, get your head out of your ass. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to badger them to do a platform port, a whole thing. Like, what are you doing? That's not that's not a thing that people get bullied into, you dink. <laughs> it does surprise me when people sort of say that, like, we haven't thought about putting it on Xbox. They're like, as if it's just like yeah, a brand like, new idea. Have you guys even heard of Xbox? Yeah. I think it would be a really good so strategy if money. this game was on Nintendo Switch. You guys would make so much money. You can have that idea for free. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. No shit. Um, but uh, on the on the more positive side, you know, with the Red Pandas, with the Big Yeetus, um you talked about these things, you know, happening with influencers, like with, with Tim the Tatman being organic uh, and being that being an organic, you know, interaction that was fun and entertaining and, and helpful to the the, twi- the Twitter uh, and the same thing with corporates. But you've also have this with the fans as well. Then you've got this interaction and you have this organic relationship that influences the game. Right. Yeah. And how is that? I mean, that seems is that fun for you? Do you see that? I mean, you know, aside from people like tweeting every single day for whatever to be in the game, but like, do you, I mean, you see that, I, I assume that you see that to continue to be a part of Fall Guys development in the future? Yeah, I mean, like, I guess it's really looking at, like, I, I really like the game, so I, f- I feel like I am sort of part of the community as well as, like, being the one doing the tweets so like whenever the community come up with like a new meme or something i'll yeah. just join in with that and I'll, I'll like yeah so i'll share their their memes and stuff and i think that works really well mm-hmm. uh it kind of yeah it sort of spirals and makes them bigger things like 
when we first like launched a game yellow team for whatever reason just wasn't <laughs> as good as the other teams and like the community kept like asking about it and making memes and we just sort of jumped on that as well and like statistically all the teams were exactly the same that and for whatever isn't reason true no that came out to end up being false uh i'm gonna reveal it right here uh we had one of our calls and it turned out that the the teams were assigned and they were given the colors in the same order every time and something about like like the last team to be assigned was yellow so they would end up with like one person less more often than not and stuff like that and it was revealed that yellow team was at a slight disadvantage i can't remember the specifics uh, of it sorry i didn't mean to to, to <laughs> well actually you though i, I do apologize but so i, re- I, was, I remember I tweeting it... like that we buffed yellow team but at the yeah. time i thought i was joking <laughs> yeah i think it was something i didn't like... realize we actually buffed yellow team <laughs> i think it was something like originally like literally for like the first couple of weeks or something like that yeah it was like yellow team if you were in the yellow team it was like you were one you were like one of the last to qualify in the previous round and and it was like yeah it would fill red and blue first and then whatever was left over would go into yellow so yellow team was literally like the leftovers (laughs) i think that's what it was (laughs) but you did embrace it and you you rolled with it is where you were going with that sorry (laughs) Uh, you had that wonderful video of all of the yellows. Yeah, when people start petitioning for us to remove yellow team. <laughs> <laughs> awful, awful behaviour. Poor old yellows. Do you know what, though? I was almost always on yellow team myself. <laughs> what about you guys? Were you guys ever on yellow team? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't won a lot of crowns between us, so I mean, we were probably you know of the. Basically, it sounds like if you were assigned a yellow team, you deserved to be on yellow yeah. team. Do you know what would have been really funny is if, uh, no matter like where you were in the world or what game you were playing, uh, you know, uh, what server you were on or whatever, you, you, you always it always shows that you're in yellow team. But like, oh, you know, that's genius, yeah. <laughs> but like, everyone else's screens, you know. So everyone, everyone else is always blue or red on your screen. <laughs> <Nice>. But <laughs> they're actually on their screen. They're yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how we could have fixed it. We could have just made it so like <laughs> nobody was ever on yellow team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank goodness I'm not on yellow team. And then everyone just feels a little <laughs> and it's better. Like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know. <laughs> I do enjoy where Oliver said, I'm part of the community and, you know, I care about, you know, because I like the game and I care about the game and I'm part of the community. And for one, I think it's really, you know, important and great that the community overlord is into the game. Uh, also, I think it's really great because then when you are in the meetings with the rest of Mediatonic, you can say things like, well, the community is really interested in more rat-based costumes. <laughs> and there's a lot of buzz around the community uh, around rat-based costumes. 
I mean, I think I've, I've I've used that up now. So now I have to like <laughs> I have to ha- uh, rely on CS to show how many like tickets they've had about things. <laughs> so it's quite like trying to like, quantify the ridiculous claims that I'm making. So I'm like, the community want more seesaw levels, <laughs> and they'll be like, no, they don't. And I'm like, they definitely do. <laughs> what has been the most epic moment for you? in the the history of four guys so far four guys twitter let's say i think i really enjoyed so i used to be in pop punk bands specifically so we got to talk to mark hoppus and uh tweeted out fallout boy and they retweeted us and that i really enjoyed that that was <laughs> quite cool yeah wow does Ma- so mark hoppus plays four guys yeah which is really <laughs> that's just surreal yeah (laughs) that's so surreal i remember getting excited when limmy was playing four guys on launch oh that that was exciting as well (laughs) yeah it was really exciting (laughs) but mark i don't think he liked it (laughs) (laughs) he's bad at it though yeah (laughs) be bold i'll never forget that be bold (laughs) so good uh jm limmy is a scottish man who uh streams oh that's awesome <laughs> scottish guy liked the game that's amazing yeah Congrats. i had no I think idea graham got him into it he like called, no called him up yeah that's that's tremendous congratulations <laughs> to everyone at mediatonic we finally got one <laughs> <laughs> so much for coming on to the podcast. Do you have anything you want to share with the world that we haven't touched upon? Is there anything you want to talk about? Not off the top of my head. Don't think so. Do you have any questions for Robbie? One of these rare Always, instances where you get to chat with him. I'm sure I can't ask them on the stream though. <laughs> oh! Ooh! <laughs> Ooh la la! We'll have to save this for later. Welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast After Dark. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Oliver. This has been wonderful. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing your experiences with us. I'd like and to say it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure seeing you work. <laughs> it's been fun. fun it has. It you. has been yeah. a pleasure seeing you work because, like. Yeah. Four Guys is, you know, the Four Guys is the product of many, many people all working together, uh, you know, pulling in the same direction. But it's been, I think JM alluded to it earlier, but it's been a real pleasure just seeing how you kind of uh, taken on the role, you know, of the of just this voice of, you know, the daftness of Four Guys, <laughs> kind of on behalf of everyone on Twitter. And uh, yeah, it's been good fun. It's been good fun to see it, and I, uh, yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see what else comes of it. Yeah, I want to kind of gush about that too, because Robbie's right. Like it's it's it, you know you 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 sound so offhanded about it, but it 
I mean, it's really, really good. You do really, really wonderful stuff. I mean, it's silly, but like, I mean, when, when, you know, Fall Guys was blown up and you were, you know, it was, you know, we were all watching these tweets. I was just like, like these come up and I'm just like, man, that's a really good tweet. This is great. (laughs) And it sounds like a silly thing to say because, I mean, it feels like a silly thing to say, but it's just like, God, there's just, it's so good. It's so concise. There's like. The positivity. We didn't even talk about how creepy that fucking Twitter account got, uh, <laughs> with all the fucking like pictures of like what the inside of a fall guy looks like. But it was just all part of it, and it was just all part of this wonderful, weird, memey persona. Uh, and yeah, it was like it, yeah. Robbie's I mean, right. you, it's, it's you, you great. did already let slip that like you were basically just firing off one letter tweets and they were blown up anyway so <laughs> i you mean know it didn't require a great deal of skill but... <laughs> no very good stuff thanks for joining thanks for talking about perfect date everyone should go and buy perfect date i guess do you get yeah. royalties on that yeah do yeah oh Not bad. <laughs> fucking hell everyone Not go buy perfect back. date then <laughs> Put some money in uh, in Oliver's pocket. <laughs> Holy shit! Are there no? Are there no? I'm gonna sound real dumb. Are there no cat costumes in Fall Guys? We've got Gato Roboto. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a that's a mech with a cat in it. Yeah. I think but that's we the closest we've got. Season yeah, five. There's... Season five is all cats. Perfect in date. Fact, season yeah. five. Season, yeah. five, date season <laughs> five is season five is based on the Cats movie. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's cheap, the IP. Maybe, Maybe, yeah. Yeah. They could probably use a boost. They could probably use a boost from Four Guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You could get a Judy Dench skin, though, just saying. She sheds them every seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that feels like a good place to end. (laughs) <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye everyone. Digital Fart.